And we are live on another edition of All In on High School Sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you? Good. Cold. Good evening. Cold, yeah. <laughs> um, everything's good, right? Everything's good. I'm, I'm still waiting. Um, I haven't gotten any um, requests yet to interview for any NFL jobs. <laughs> so um, that right now is, is slow. You know, Hopefully Broncos get Quinn. Maybe they'll ask me for... Uh, OC. OC, yeah. There you go. The only way I'm giving it up is we get someone who can guarantee Rogers to Denver, then I'll put it away. But otherwise, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Doing well. Doing okay, well. all right. We got some high school sports on the agenda tonight. What we do we do. got going on? Well, before we do that, I just want to give another shout out to our interns um, who are doing a fabulous job for us. Uh, Daniel, Olivia, and Rachel really appreciate. We had a great Zoom meeting with Rachel um, to talk about some stuff. She's uh, always so helpful. And Daniel continues to be our social media manager. I want to share that you actually got some breaking news tonight I did. via the K and K Twitter page. We were you didn't have your phone, otherwise you would have had it sooner, I'm sure. But I was scrolling through Twitter, and K and K came up about the Joe Judge firing. Yeah. So K and K Sports Show, Kenny and Kurt's Wednesday evening show, breaking news on Twitter. So that's all thanks to Daniel, and of course our third uh, intern, Olivia, who does a great deal of behind the scenes stuff for us, like in every aspect of. Of, of what we do so thank you to those three um yeah and i want to give a shout out to uh obviously one of our co-hosts on K- uh, the k and k mr eddie siciliano because after last night's alabama ending i thought he was going to jump off a bridge <laughs> but now the joe judge thing saved him a little kind so evened out. we even now we can <laughs> at least have him in somewhat of a you know somewhat of a professional manner tomorrow night so uh but otherwise i uh, hope everyone's doing well and um and another shout out to a Jersey Sporting News who will yes. continue to uh, continue our partnership with in 2022. Uh, check out their online platform. Some of our content is there, and they cover um, all of the state in professional, college, and high school athletics. So yes. we're really looking to expand, and we're excited to uh, be on board with them as well. Okay. So should we talk about tonight's agenda? Yeah, what do we got going? All right, By tonight. the way, you did a great job of uh, setting up the agenda tonight. Give you props. Oh, thank you. I you. Usually do. What happened? I said I usually do set up the. Well, you know, I'm saying you did the reaching out, and you know, I did. But again, usually do. But thank you. The uh, tonight we will welcome um, St. Peter's boys basketball coach Alex Mirabel to the program to discuss his program and his season thus far. And we will also welcome Rona girls basketball uh, head coach Brian. Dorflaufer to the program, and he'll be joined by two his two captains, senior Lauren Kobernick and junior Emily Baumgard. So, um, looking forward to to seeing them as well. Okay. So, we don't have coach in the waiting room just yet, so. Uh, so again, guess. you know, we started doing. We're starting to get now. You know, again with schools coming back from the holidays, and I know we were talk. I was talking to Carney, I was talking to Coach Caratora how they weren't able to do anything. I'm not even sure if they're able to do anything even this week. But uh, you have some schools in some situations where they are doing some activities, some aren't. So it's a little, you know, up and down. Some teams you'll see, like especially basketball. You know, they might have seven, eight games in, not ten games. Some teams might only have four. So you know, like you coached in the winter season. I mean, obviously, you didn't go through what those guys or girls are going through now. But if you did, what would you say? I got to come out, Mr. Beelan. Best duo in the game. Who? So Johnny <laughs> Beelan's giving you a shout-out. Um, so if you were coaching here, 
what do you think in your opinion for you would be like this would throw me off um in this situation just with i mean you know you you want to say that you know you just have to deal with adversity as it comes to you and you know as much as you say it's not going to throw you off i mean i guess it's going to throw you off but you have to you know, it's a good learning experience for you to show your players that, listen, we're going to have all types of curveballs thrown at us. We can't predict what's going to happen, whether it's a COVID season, whether it's a regular season, you get injuries, you get illnesses, you have unexpected events that happen. So, you know, you have to be the leader for your team that shows them that it doesn't throw you off. But then you're home, right? <laughs> and you're trying yeah. to deal with the scheduling. And um, you know what? I, I just, I, I'm, going through Twitter and I'm seeing tons of coaches posting things like um, for games you know, right looking for a game on yeah. actually coach Mirabelle's a great example looking for a game on you know he posted it just a couple days ago January 10th which was yesterday you know so I'd say that is probably um, that is probably the hardest thing like when you lose a game last minute and you're trying to pick something up you know just the uncertainty day to day I mean it's got it's got yeah. a, it's got a wear on you but you um, gotta keep that strong. Mr. Beelan saying, let these kids play, man. Enough. <laughs> and Dr. John Taylor, hey guys, a five-year-old kicked me in the shin at tonight's girls basketball game because I asked her to sit down. I got dropped by a five-year-old. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is great. Well, you know what would be great good. though for Dr. John? In a couple of months, he's gonna have that big, fat, shiny oh, yeah. ring on. So he just, you know, is, yeah. shows the ring. <laughs> Everyone's there. Dr. John's also saying, hold bench sword and laughed. I feel like photos were taken. I'm going to be a meme later. I feel it. I would love to get it if somebody could throw it on us. Yeah, exactly. We would exactly. definitely love to I'm do gonna it. Say, I'm going to say ice, Dr. John. Ice that chin. That's what I'm going to say. Um, by the way, Dr. John, Jen sent me a, 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 tw a text over the weekend. I was upstairs watching a game. She was downstairs, and she sends me a text with a LOL. And what is it? Yeah. There was a wing T clinic. So well, he, well, he tagged us. Well, was that was it that wing T clinic? I'm pretty sure it was that wing T. It was that wing T. Someone else that we know posted like a thank you to the wing T clinic uh, presenter. So yeah, I screenshotted that and uh, get it going. Chuckle. So uh, Coach Mirabelle is here, ready. So I'm going to let him in. Okay, Sounds that's good. good. We yep. good to go. And then once he's in, of course, and set, I will officially introduce him to our audience. So let's give him a second to get in and get adjusted. Hi, Coach. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. I think your camera might be off. Are you able to uh, start yeah, the video? Hold on. Okay. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Coach. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Thank you for for allowing me to join this podcast. Uh, we're we're excited to have you. Let me officially introduce you to our audience. This is uh, St. Peter's. Uh, prep head coach, Coach Alex Mirabel, at the helm since, if I'm not mistaken, Coach, 2014-2015, right? Making this your eighth season at the helm, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And yeah. his team with a storied history of basketball tradition is off to a 4-1 and one start this program, which, of course, we're going to talk about much more. So welcome again to the program, Coach. Thank you, thank you. Thank you again, Coach, like Jen said, for taking time to come on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it, especially during these times where it's, you know, hectic and you're probably changing schedules and stuff like that. But um, if you could just start real quick, if you could just go over, like, a brief overview of the storied program of St. Peter's basketball. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, uh, as you know, it's a very special place. Uh, you know, in order for you to attend, you got to, you know, have a good background academically. Um and it's just uh, it's 
the Jewish school. So uh, religiously wise, like they take it very serious as far as mass and teacher religions and other religions in the world. So uh, St. Peter's Prep is just a special place in Jersey City. It's a you know huge uh, base as far as alumni. They're all over the world. Everywhere you go, St. Peter's Prep alum. And it's historic because you, you know, grandfathers, sons, you know, so they kind of branch uh, off that way. Many families attend it, so it's a great place. Basketball-wise, you know, I'm, I'm very uh, humbled to be the basketball coach there. I've been there for 10 years now, two years as an assistant, and I'm going to my eighth as a head coach. Um, in the early years, it was a little rough to start a program over, um, but now you kind of see the culture we develop, and daily, daily, you know, work on the guys daily, mentally, physically. Um, it's not easy, um, but, you know, we accept the challenge daily. Coach, you guys are off to a 4-1 start. Can you highlight some of your players that have been contributors on the floor and in leadership roles? I mean, obviously, we have Mark Armstrong. He's, he's probably one of the best players in the country. Um, he's committed to Villanova. He's had it since he was a freshman. His dad went to St. Peter's Prep. His mom went to St. Dom's, and she was a cheerleader for St. Peter's Prep. So that's how you kind of, you know, that's how he, you know, he joined us. He wanted to be part of the culture, and he's actually played very well since he was a freshman. Um, hopefully, he's able to break the scoring record at St. Peter's, which is almost 1,700. So he's about 400. 20 points away, so every game matters. Um, I think he took a hit in the pandemic last year because he only got to play like 11 games. Um, but he's he's a great player. Um, we also have Jackson Tindall, rising junior. He's playing very well for us. He's probably averaging double-double, about 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, um, he's coming around very well. Program player. Um, he's been with us since he was a freshman as well. We have Matt Kinsler, my six seven junior, um, lefty, very crafty. He's been doing some good stuff for us. Um, then we have Tyler Langman, he's a senior, um, about six four, good defender. He understands the game well. And our last start is Zion Fowler, very athletic guard, about six foot, plays football. He actually committed to Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago, so. Wow. So he's very athletic, tough kid, strong. So those are the five starters. And, you know, so far they're doing a good job. Nice. Coach, I'll go off um, off script already with this one, but you mentioned since you've been there with, with the head coach or even as your assistant, do you guys get a lot of, like, football players that also uh, play basketball or strictly basketball players? In the beginning of my career as a coach, as a head coach, we started from scratch. So... The head coach, uh, he resigned, and once he resigned, everybody transferred out. Like eight players transferred out. So I was literally left with a JV team, and it was going to be a lot of work. And unfortunately, but fortunately, my best players were football players. So we had about, I think out of five starters, three of them were football players for about three, four years. And then, you know, slowly but surely, we had uh, some some guys that came over just play basketball. But we had some really good football players. We had Shane Simon, 
He was an All-American as a senior in high school. He went to Notre Dame. We had George Puerto Real. He was the starter for two years. He went to Lehigh. We had uh, Mark Walker. He came over with St. Anthony's clothes for one year. He went to Navy. Um, so we had some some guys that were really good. And obviously we have Zion. He's coming into Pitt as a junior. So so we'll take we'll take a guy that plays football. There you go. There you go. Um, Coach, can you could describe your style of play, especially for someone who hasn't seen anyone who hasn't seen uh, St. Peter's basketball play? How would you uh, describe your guys' style of play? I mean, I think for us, defense is first. We're very aggressive. We like to change defenses. Whether it's a one-two-two or two-two-one trap, first pass, so blitz, pick and rolls. Um, a lot of our players are very sometimes very passive. Um, and they come from passive environments. And we, we need to change that fundamentally a little bit. So we, we kind of like in your face type of team defensively. At least we try to. Um, trap a lot, just try to make the game up to our speed very physically. When we play that way, you know, we're, we're very hard to beat. And we compete with a lot of teams in the state once we play aggressive and on top of defense. We like that. Our favorite saying this house is, of course, defense wins championships. That's it. So, uh, That's it. Sounds good to us, Definitely Coach. Defense <laughs> rebounds, yeah. Uh, coach, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your coaching influences, right? You have international coaching experience with the Dominican yeah. Republic national team. You know, you have mm-hmm. collegiate coaching and playing experience. And you're in Jersey City where, you know, Bobby Hurley is the icon of, uh, of uh, you know, St. Anthony's basketball. So I just, you know, you've been exposed to so many, like, coaches and styles. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit, like, who's influenced you uh, to be the coach that you've become? It's a mixture, you know. Uh, but first and foremost, when I first started playing basketball, I started playing basketball in the boys' club, Jersey City Boys' Club in downtown Jersey City. And... It was a guy by the name Gary Greenberg. He's, he ran leagues over there, and I'm playing for Hudson Gardens back then. And he pulled me to the side and said, hey, I want you to play for the All-Star team. Show come tomorrow. And then I showed up to the gym tomorrow, and here I am with Donald Copeland Sr. Um, playing for his team, AU team. And I was 12, and I've never seen anything like it. Um, Donald Copeland Sr. was a lieutenant on the court and I'm a young man I, I didn't know what was going on <laughs> I just I just kind of you know just kept my mouth shut and listened and just did what he told us to do but it was a tough regiment uh, and, and it stuck to me and he's one of the reasons why I'm coaching today and, and so, sometimes I tell him like you know, this is your form, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like stressing out for stuff. And he just oh. laughs and he says, just enjoy it. A lot different from when you had us. Yeah. Because he was hands on. He, you know, we rang, you know, we just, yes, coach, no coach, you know, but he's the, he's the biggest influence. And then after that, um, Charlie Brown from NGCU, Coach Brown is, He's like a father figure to me. And as soon as I started playing college basketball for him, uh, by my sophomore year, junior year, like I knew I was going to be a coach. 
So he allowed me to run the offense with a groove. He just be like, Alex, just, just go over there with the starting five and just run everything. And I made sure we ran it the right way. So I was already like a player coach by my senior year. And then after I finished NGCU, I started coaching right away with his son, Mark Brown, on NGCU. So that was my first coaching job after my senior year. That's awesome. Coach, you know, we had, um, we actually had Coach Gascione from St. Mary's, and as former coaches, we always like to, uh, to let the coaches, you know, we asked the coaches this question to, you know, sell the school a little bit. And um, so if there was a student, you know, looking a possible, hey, I, I might want to go to St. Peter's Prep, I might want to play basketball for coach, what would you tell them if uh, there's, there's, there's a student out there that may be interested in St. Peter's Prep? I mean, and, you know, sometimes the things that they don't want to hear for us is important. You know, we tell them this is going to be the hardest thing you're going to do in four years. Um, we don't promise anything as far as, like, playing time and things of that nature. And it's basically you have to earn everything. I know it sounds cliche, but really obey by it. And and I think once, you know, it's, just, it's like a little slogan in St. Peter's Prep uh, that we say, like, you know, they come in as kids and they go out as a young man. And to be honest with you, that's what happens. You know, they come in as kids, and four years later, they're a young man and able to take on the world. So, so our biggest thing is to be able to develop young men, to become responsible uh, men in society, and be useful and be productive and, and have a job and be a good husband, and father. And that's what we really focused on, to be honest with you. And the school itself does a great job with that. So we're just there to kind of support what the school do and, and make sure, you know, they they very uh, they have structure and practice and things of that nature. And we don't want to make it easy on them. Um, some of them have to commute. Some of them have homework. So they have a lot on their plates, but they'll, they'll become men once they leave the school. That, that's so important. I mean, you know, life yep. lessons through sports, 100%. Uh, Coach, I have a quick question. I'm, I'm going to go off script now for a second because before you came on, we were talking about a little bit about the challenges of this season, right, specifically due to, like, COVID, I guess, and shutdowns, unexpected shutdowns of teams, right? So if I'm not mistaken, I saw you posting recently on Twitter about, like, looking for games. How has that been yeah. for you this season? Like, have you picked up a last-minute opponent to replace someone? Sure. Um, you know, how has that been? I mean, last year was more challenging. Last year was the first time everybody's going through something like this. Mm -hmm. um, so coming to this year, we kind of understand who to call, who would play who. Mm -hmm. But we actually had a, an opponent Sunday cancel and we had to play another team. We, we were supposed to play Carnal Hayes. Oh, okay. And something happened with COVID protocols that they didn't meet for the showcase game. And then we had to play Blair mm -hmm. Academy. So we really prepared for Carnal Hayes for about two to three days to go off with Blair. So it was tough because, you know, one, one day to get ready is hard, yep. especially a team like that. They have yeah. a Kid named Otago, he's going to Oklahoma, 
and have some post-grab players. Yep. So you're already coming to the game undersized, they're strong, and, you know, they practice all year round, all year around. So, but we competed, even though it's about seven, um, and this is a good game to learn from, but you just never know. You know, we're supposed to play Lincoln High School uh, yesterday, but they had a two-week shutdown, so now we have to play them Wednesday, and then we play Wednesday and Thursday back-to-back. So yeah. it's, it's, everything's unexpected. Yeah. You don't have time to prepare. You just have to like really trust the things that you do and, and just, just compete and just go with the flow. But like you said, Coach, like you know, I, I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, uh, like, like you're saying, last year was e probably even a hundred times worse, and now you guys yeah. are a little used to it. I mean, still not, you know, the best thing to do, but I, I couldn't even imagine like. You know, like like you're saying, like how it even was last year. But uh, I just think it's awesome. Like we had some even football coaches during the football season, and they were like, you know, listen, I, I coach football, and it's like you're doing films for eight, you know seven days on this, and they were like, listen, it's either we play, we don't have a game, or we watch film for two days. You know, like so, yeah. it's better than not playing. You know, so. Yeah. So. Coach, I have one more question for you. I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about uh, your goals with your team for the rest of the remaining season. I mean, they, you know, we, we just want to get better every day and make sure, like, our attitude as a team and the things that we obey by and stand for, you know, always are there. And, and once you do that, then – you make progress and then you let kind of like the team run itself after a while. Well, you have to be hard on that. And like you said, like it's been hard because of COVID. So you practice a lot more than what you're supposed to and then you just never know when you get another game. So sometimes the guys are kind of like just waiting to see if, it's, if we're going to play. You know, like tomorrow we could cancel, we never know. So. So um, we just want them to understand that, you know, just keep the culture going and, and have a great attitude, you know, because we get the opportunity to play the game that we love. So that's one of the things that we want to speak to them about daily, just to be thankful that you're playing basketball. You know, it's it's funny. The uh, I feel like we talked about this last year too. Like you know, some especially the spring sports, right? From two years ago that missed their entire season. But that even though you're kind of going through these hiccups this year, it has I'm sure reinforced that yep. you know what though. At least we're playing, right? Let's. It's a reminder, like you said, of let's be thankful for uh, this opportunity yes. we get every day to to play the sport that we love. So that that's great. Thank you for sharing that, Coach. We're gonna. Roll into a little uh, segment we like to call rapid fires. We're going to give you some more kind of kind of quick quick questions. Sound, mm-hmm. sound good? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. So, of course, Coach, besides your gym, what's your favorite gy- high school gym to play in? My favorite high school gym to play in, Hudson Catholic. Okay. And what was your biggest coaching win to date? Uh, we won a county two years ago. Against uh, Marist at you know uh, county finals, that was probably like, the biggest win for me as a coach. Nice. Uh, who's your biggest rival at St. Peter's? That's a Catholic. <laughs> this, this goes back a hundred years. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, 
Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Which brand is your favorite? Adidas. Coach, your favorite NBA team? Golden State Warriors. Oh, okay. So I'll say this. <laughs> With Clay back now, can they win it all this year? It's going to be hard. I feel like right now they're playing well, but it's going to be extremely hard. Like once Phoenix and, and them other teams come, come into play. Hello, <laughs> baby. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to interview. <laughs> oh, I love it. Very nice. And you got one more. I right, got coach? one more for you, coach. Then we'll uh, we'll let you get back to your dad duties. Uh, your favorite NCAA team? Uh, tough one. I have a few. <laughs> I really like Banner, Villanova, and Michigan. Those guys. Nice. I love them. And uh, are you picking any of them to win March Madness this year? I think. I think Baller, man. I think Baller's pretty good. They're very good. Okay. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thank you so much for your for your time this evening. We really appreciate. It. We know how busy you are. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. And good luck. This good luck season. this year. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Okay, it's Coach St. Peter's Prep. Um. You know, it, it's we have um, Coach Gashion last week. You know, with a small, and, but you know, what? same message, same. You know, like that same family. Um, and I, I was going to talk to him. I worked with, um, you, you know, a good friend of mine. He, we worked together in Kearney. He left. He became an administrator, but he was also like a baseball coach, football coach. And he went to St. Peter's Prep. Very good player there. And you could just tell that every time he would, we would talk, he would just have that family atmosphere mm -hmm. if there was a football mm -hmm. game we you know we all got to go me and my friends are going to the the big state playoff game and stuff like that so with baseball with football so you could tell they have that kind of like you know what's the word uh, camaraderie. camaraderie yeah yeah uh, by the way sis is saying jen so thin i can't see it <laughs> so sis getting in the action but what, what do you think with coach well you know what the um Again, and we see this with all of the co most of the coaches that we have on, right? Like how, um, you know, it wasn't about his goals weren't about like winning sectional titles or um, you know county titles. It was about um, getting better every day. You know, um, helping his boys become men when they leave the program. And you know, as much as listen, we know coach wants to win. You oh know? yeah, of course. And uh, but to see, you know, you just well, you know, you have a coach who sees wants. To put in the work and reap the benefits, right? That when you uh, do put in the work, good things will come. That, uh, but also wants to see that his players, you know, develop into, you know, the men. And you know what? It's so he talked about the alumni. You know, I mean, that's another thing with um, some of these schools, with these yep. programs. You know, that they stay connected to the programs. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, well. again, I've seen it. You know, you know, I'm not gonna say it's not like that in public schools because it, it is of course but like just i think like sometimes you just see like especially there you know we went with st mary's we dealt with um you know the bergens and the boscos we have and it's just i don't know it's it just it's an it's awesome you know it's awesome i mean you see how we had coach sheridan on and how many people came back from years ago to talk about him and you know remember like it was yesterday and you're talking about right. 20 years ago you know so um 
Mark Calderio, good evening, guys. How are you doing? Just saying, Mark Jr. won again. He pinned this kid. His record six and two. Very nice. Awesome, Mark. Thank you for the update. And uh, we'll definitely have to reach out to uh, get a little fair one wrestling. Yeah, in. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know the. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought of what I was going to say there about. Uh, Oh, I wanted to, again, thank Coach because, you know, we have, um, just to give our, you know, we were both coaches. It is a time commitment, you know, and it was funny. He was talking about how, you know, he said he blamed his his first AAU coach there. You, you're, you're to blame for this, you know. Yeah. You didn't tell me it was going to be like this where you're stressing about things. So, you know, coaches don't just coach on the court. I mean, they're taking that home with them. And here's a coach at, you know, 830 at night taking time for his, his family right, right, right. And here, you know like you i was no, just gonna say there's it. his there's his daughters in the background you know he's a father first you know yep. and uh and even our our next guest uh we have the verona girls basketball team joining us we're just uh waiting for a couple more people in the waiting room before we let them in and uh you know he's out scouting you know, so yeah. here it is again, 8.30, and he's at a game, you know, and making sure, not saying I can't make it, guys, because I have to scout, scouting, and then joining us. And again, the, uh, you know, the commitment to uh, to their programs is really, you know. Mr. Kirkpatrick yeah. is saying later on he does have, he said he didn't have one today, but he went off script. He said we'll have <laughs> to find the fake high school for both of us later. So, yeah, you can send that over. <laughs> Sounds um, good. Sounds good. You know, so, again, getting back to what I asked you before, you know, you were, I mean, I did on a freshman level, freshman girls basketball, but you did more of the varsity level with the basketball. So, you know, anything else you wanted to add, what you think would be where it would throw you off as a coach of what could possibly, you know, go on now? Well, you know, it basketball was, you know, specifically, like you said, like here, you know, I didn't realize that their game against Blair, they were in a tournament in New York that they played Blair um, Academy with the postgraduates. But, um, you know, he prepared for a different team. And just like in football, you know, like in field hockey and lacrosse, it's maybe not as big a deal. But in basketball, if you know a team, you know, full court presses or they play like, you know, man-to-man defense, you're, you're making sure all your man plays are working. You know, and then you play a team that they play a 1-3-1 trapping zone. You know, so right. it, it's – I mean, the, listen – can you do you think you've prepared your team for anything? Of that's course, what, that's but, my you're, point. but you're focusing on specifics right. from but, your scouting. But report, that's my so. question where, you know, like, like you're saying, what what else could a team they're gonna play man, they're gonna play a two three zone, they're gonna play a three two zone, they're gonna you know, like they're mm-hmm. gonna press, they're not gonna press. So you know, like you're saying, you would love to say, Hey, girls, or you know, this is the scouting report, this is what we think they're gonna do right. as opposed to saying, I have you know, we don't know what they're gonna do. Right. But um you know, that, but the football thing, like we said, I mean, it's just, you have no idea, you know, like to, when those coaches said they did that in two days and the same thing with basketball, you know, you got to give these coaches credit because they want to play, you know, of and these course, yeah, kids exactly. want to play. So it's and not at about the, end of the day. It's better. Like you were saying before, like, let's get a game. In. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Win or lose at this point, like, let's play. Absolutely. All right. We have all of our guests ready to join us. So I'm going to let them all in right now. Okay. So once they're in, I will again introduce everybody we're just gonna get everyone in here hello all right hello i see emily hi emily welcome to the program we're just gonna give everybody the second to get in and i see lauren as well and coach can you hear us coach 
I got you. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes. perfect. Absolutely. So welcome, awesome. guys. Let me introduce all of you to our audience. We are joined by um, Verona Girls basketball coach Brian Dorflaufer. Coach is um, Coach Dorf. Should I? How can I refer to you as Coach Dorf? Is that okay? Brian's fine. Brian, okay. Coach Dorf, whatever works, whatever works. We're so formal. We call everybody coach on the show. And he has brought with him his two captains, senior Lauren Kobernick and junior Emily Baum, uh, Baumgard. Girls, did I say your names correctly? Yeah, you said it right. Okay. And Lauren, how did I do on your last name? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good. Sorry about that. Thank you for the, the polite correction. Guys, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having us. It's an honor to be on your program. Coach, you know, I just, um, you know, prior to the show and in our little break between our uh, St. Peter's guest and you guys, I was saying how, you know, we have our next guest coming on who had practice today. He's scouting, but he's still making the time to join us. And, um, you know, we just really want to thank you because yeah, we know we how busy it. you are. So um, it's our pleasure to have you. Oh, no worries. At, no worries at all. Like I said, it's, it's an honor to be here. We really appreciate you guys inviting us on. And uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes. Coach, thank you again. Thank you guys for coming on. Coach, I'll start with you. First year at the helm at Verona. Uh, can you give us your short and your your long term goals for the Verona girls basketball program? Um, short term goals and uh, long term goals. Not um, not too different. Um Short term and long term, obviously, we want to see the success of our girls on and off the court. Um, we want them to succeed in the classroom, in the community, and then excel on the court as well. Um, that goes for short, short term and long term. Um, but uh, obviously, we want to win some games. That's the ultimate goal. That's why we play competition. That's why we, that's why we play the games. Um, right now, we, uh, we did have a game today. Um, we played a really tough, really scrappy Glen Ridge team. Um, wasn't an offensive outburst in the slightest. It was a uh, 26 to 18 game. Um, so it was a defensive battle, um, but Glen Ridge did come away with it. But we did, we did have a great fight. Um, our defense was incredible all day. Um, and then um, we, just, uh, we, we just really started the season off a of break too. That wasn't ideal, but everyone's dealing with the same COVID issues right now um, all around the state and all around the country. A uh, real quick comment from our really good friend, Matt Staffiero from the Rocky Mountain Sports Report out there in Colorado. Keep up the great work. I appreciate your dedication to cover the high school level. Absolutely. Oh, thank thank you. you for that, thank Matt. Thank you, and thank you for watching. Girls, Coach just talked a little bit about um, the goals that he has for you guys. So my question is to you, kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit, right? Last year, you guys come off like um, a shortened season, right? But at least you get to play. This season, you get, you know, start off. I think you had a little delay to your start, if I'm not mistaken right but then you get two wins under your belt so like just given all of these circumstances right like how psyched is the team to just get out and start to accomplish these goals that coach has set forth for you guys um lauren maybe you want to start and then emily um yeah um like good friends and thank you so much for having us but okay so yeah so last year was a short year we were all like so upset like the seniors left and we ended up just a lot of things looked unsaid like we never got this year, like, I think our main thing was, like, enjoying, enjoying it while we have it. Like, we know now, like, like, hard thought promise. We got shut down after our first game. The girls got covered. And it kept going. It's probably going to Um, this year, I think we're having that chemistry and, like, bringing up our energy and coming through every game and, like, our energy and effort. You know, 
know we're gonna like give it our all and like I think that's why we're so very nice how about you Emily anything to add yeah so the team is very close so I think that's one thing that makes us all very excited to play and go to practice every day and I think that the main thing that we really just want to accomplish this season is to just get some wins because um, from our previous seasons, we've struggled a lot, and so I think that this season we just really want to overcome that. Nice. Now, you had mentioned, Lauren, that you and Emily, you know, you're, you're a senior and it's your last year playing with Emily, and you guys have been playing together since you were you were little, right? I mean, that's so you guys go through. That was most of your team, like, played together through, you know, I mean, obviously maybe some kids moved to town, but Verona, you guys go. It's a K-12 through district, right? So is that, you know, part of the reason you guys feel like you're so close? Um, so, yeah, so me and Emily, we played together since we're probably, I don't know, maybe like Seventh grade, and then like so long we were together. So we actually like had a lot of chemistry together, and like we we personally have got so many opportunities to together. Um, and that goes for everyone. Like everyone, like we're all so close. We're all like so friendly, like not just on the team, but like we all have the same personalities. Like we all have the same goals together. That's what like is building like our team chemistry. Yeah, like not even just basketball related, but like it's also like we all play other sports together, so like everyone's ready, like so close from that. Very nice. Oh, we got a comment from Dr. John Taylor. Coach might like this one. He says we played Glenrock, uh, Glen Ridge last week. It was thirty to twenty-four. But a side note: Hillbillies are one of my favorite schools to play. They do everything right, and I've never had a bad experience with their coaches, players, or administrators in any sports. That's Dr. John Taylor, athletic director at Irvington. Very nice, very nice. Um, well, thank, thank, sorry, uh, thank Mr. Taylor for us. That's a, that's a really, really nice comment. We appreciate everything that the Blue Knights do for us as well. <laughs> thank you, Coach. All right, girls, I'll come back to you for this one. Um, Jen, you can start and figure out like Who's who wants going? to go okay, first. But sure. my question is, what's the meaning of, uh, what does it mean to play? You know, I'm saying for you guys for basketball, but uh, just what does it mean to play for Verona High School? Emily, why don't you start us this time? Um, well, from we're all from Verona. And so our community is just very small. So I think that we know that like our town is always watching us. We, it's just so small that what we do, like we're high schoolers playing. So we know that like the, the girls playing basketball in middle school and the girls in all the elementary schools are looking up to us. And I think that just that leadership role and just inspiring them is very important. And that keeps us going. Very nice. How about you, Lauren? Um, so I feel like for girls basketball, I feel like there's a lot of other sports that a lot of people like prioritize and like I feel like Ron has been known as like a football community for years so I feel like for us it's like making something out of ourselves like giving us a title that other people like want to remember like my freshman year we were like conference champs and then we were holiday tournament champs and like it was like so awesome to see like the whole community like coming to support us and like you truly do realize like how many people like I'll just see walking around they're like oh hey like and then they come to me and like, oh, like you're Lauren, right? Like you just play it. I'm like, yeah, like I don't know you, but like thank you for coming to support us. And like I really appreciate it. So I think like it's so nice to play in a town like so small. Like, yeah, you don't have as many players. Like you don't have like a big enough 
scout team, like like everyone makes a team and stuff. But I think it's really great that like it like it becomes a community thing and everyone knows each other, everyone plays well together. So I think that's what makes it really special. Awesome. awesome. Really nice. Uh, Coach, can you speak to um, a little bit about your team? First, um, about Lauren and Emily as captains, and then can you highlight some of the other players that are having an impact for you this season? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll start with Laura. Lauren's a senior. Um, unfortunately, right now for us, um, Lauren is out for a couple of weeks with an injury, but Lauren, prior to her injury, she was awesome. Um, she was uh, in our starting five. Um, she was one of our forwards Did basically whatever you ask Lauren to do, Lauren will do it. Um, as simple as that. Um, she, uh, she was second in our team on, on, on rebounds up until her injury. Um, and she was averaging six points a game. So she will be the next few weeks will be huge with her out, but we will, uh, we have the next man up mentality. And as far as Emily, um, we uh we go as emily goes um emily is our point guard um emily has been awesome for us all year too um she leads us in scoring this year and um also is second in the team in assists and then following emily and lauren um we have uh to round out the starters um we have bridget longsinger who's also a phenomenal uh three-sport athlete um, she also plays soccer and lacrosse. We have Brooke Reinecker, and then also we have freshman Callie Giacomazzo. Um, so that's the starting five. Also, we have Julia Loudon, who comes off the bench for us. Um, Sabine Matei has been great for us the last two games. She's given us 10 and 10, um, and she's also lead, uh, led the team in rebounds. Um, and unfortunately, right now, we are missing one of our other senior key pieces in Natalie Delon. Um, she'll be back in about a week or so. So um, it's been it's been a fun year. It's been a really really fun year. I have a great group, really really phenomenal group. Like the girls were saying, um, we're really close knit. They um, they enjoy playing together, which is the biggest thing, um, because they they want to come to work. They want to work not only for themselves but for each other, and that makes my job a thousand times easier. Very nice. Uh, another comment from Dr. John Taylor. Maybe within Verona, people view football as the focus of the community. But believe me, in Essex County, Verona is competitive in everything they do. When any team, including girls basketball, see Verona on our schedule, we all know we are in for a long night. <laughs> Very nice. You're up to That's coach. a great comment. Uh, coach, I'll go back to you. Can you uh, go over your style and your style of play and the mentality you guys, uh, when you take the court, what's your mentality? Um, definitely a defensive-minded team, um, first and foremost. Um, and I think that reflects in most of our scores. Um, we, um, we play, we've played most of our games up until this point in the high 20s, low 30s. Um, so we're defensive-minded. Um, we definitely get our work done on that end, and we truly believe that defense leads to offense, um, creating turnovers, creating transition points. Um, and then with that, um, what was this? I'm sorry, what was the second uh, part of just, your question? Uh, style of play and mentality. Style, uh, st just a physical style of play. Um, however, we can really make the game, we can create physicality within the game, within offense or defense. We definitely like to crash the boards. We hit home on that almost every practice, every game, um, just driving home to really 
crash the offensive boards and defensive boards as well as playing within our, our offense. But offensively, we want to create a style with space and pace. Um, and that's that's really it. I'll tell you this. If, Co- if uh, Nick's head coach, Tom Thibodeau, was listening, he'd be giving the thumbs up to coach on that <laughs> one. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, Girls, I'm going to end with you guys before we get into some rapid fire with everybody again. So I have like a two-part question. Um, So my first question is, who's the biggest rival you have on your schedule that you look forward to each year? Lauren, let's start with you this time. Peter Grove has been our rival for years. (laughs) Every year we've played them in football. And like last year we played them and we just like our mindset was not there. We got so psyched out. And we did not play our best, so like we're super excited to play them February twenty second of this got year. Got it marked on. Yeah, the you got that marked it. down. You know what they <laughs> We are so ready. Um, so yeah, we're gonna come out ready to play. We also play Mount Saint Dominic on Friday, and that's a huge game for a lot of us because um, one of our freshmen she was coached by her for like years, and we also know like some of the girls on the other team. So and we also played you know with the girls too, and we know how talented they are. So that would be a super. Nice. How about you, Emily? Yeah, Mount St. Dominic and Cedar Grove, definitely. Um, like what Lauren was saying, Cedar our Cedar Grove game last year was just we did not play our best at all, and I think that's one of the main things that's really driving us to really want to win this game. You know what? I have um, – you guys mentioned the uh, your holiday tournament. I'm a West Essex graduate, so I played at West Essex. So it's so funny to have – whenever we have, like, Verona or Cedar Grove guests on and we ask about, like, rivalries and stuff, it's always Verona-Cedar Grove, and it's always uh, West Essex-Caldwell, and then all four of those teams come together, like the upper Bloomfield, the lower Bloomfield. I love hearing that, it, that it's great. still alive. It's awesome. So my second part, um, girls, and this time, Emily, we'll start with you. What's your, your best – Verona basketball memory to date? My best memory? Um, So my freshman year, it was, this might have been my first game ever playing varsity, or it might have been my second. It was actually during the holiday tournament against Cedar Grove, and this wasn't the championship, it was just the first game. And we were able to win that game, and it just... It really showed me how exciting the game was and how like happy I was to be a part of that team. That's great. Nice memory. Very nice. Lauren, how about you? Um, so my most recent memory is okay, so first my first probably like most memorable moment is freshman year when I made varsity and I remember like all the older girls, like they were just like, You're gonna do so good and like I just, it was so nice to like they have my back. But then like even like this whole year, like like, there's the other day of practice where, like, me and, like, this other girl, Natalie, we just, like, we were, like, we were, like, playing, like, defense and stuff, and then, like, me and her were guarding each other, and, like, usually we play with each other on the same team, and, like, we just, like, couldn't stop laughing, and then she, like, picked me up at a point, so, like, I wouldn't get by her and just, like, threw me to the side, and, like, I think it's, like, the little moments like that, like, you don't realize, like, it's, so, it's like, so sad to think, like, I won't have this next year, and, like, it's, like, all the little things, like, to just cherish it, and even, like, we go out like out to eat and stuff after games and like tonight we got like ice cream and stuff and it's just like all the little moments like you don't like realize like how much like they mean to you but then like next year they won't have them so I guess it's like I don't know like every day we always make the most out of every day so very nice 
All right, we're going to roll into a little segment we call rapid fire. These are a little more quick paced questions for you guys. So maybe we'll do like, how about Coach and then Lauren and then Emily as our, as our order, okay? All right, go ahead. All right, first question. What is the best pizza in Verona? You're at me? Yep, you're Coach, you're up guy. first. You're yep. up first, Coach. You're, you're asking the new guy? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. That's a loaded question. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, are we saying like plain, regular plain slice or like specialty slice? I'm a very peculiar. Plain slice because I'm the pickiest eater you'll ever meet. So plain slice. All right. I'm just going to say Anthony Franco's. I'm, I don't know how that answer is going to go over, but I'm going to say Anthony Franco's. Okay. Um, that's definitely pizza carbon. I think oh wait, just, I think my favorite is Saluga. Okay. All right. All right. My next one is also food related. We're gonna we're gonna keep in the bad food here. So your choice, if you had to choose McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Chick fil A. Oh, Chick fil A, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, definitely Chick fil A. Yeah, I agree with that. Chick-fil-A's been, like, running away with that yeah. one recently. Yeah, that ran the board tonight. Okay. Okay, so pregame workout, pregame uh, warm-ups um, in your gym. Well, we'll say it's in your gym. You get to pick one song, one song to, to be playing during warm-ups. What would that one song be? Avicii, Heart Upon a Sleeve. Ooh, Lauren, you were still muted, I think. Turn off the music by Chris Brown. Uh, Memories by Kid Cudi. All right. All right, favorite drill to do at practice, followed by your least favorite drill to do at practice. Coach, you oh, get to I give can, us the coaching I perspective. Can, I cannot <laughs> wait to hear Lauren and Emily's answer for this. <laughs> cannot wait to hear Lauren and Emily's answer for this. Uh, my favorite drill, uh, probably expansion, as the girls know, since they since they met me, um, our since our summer workouts, we've done this drill, and we we usually incorporate it somehow into our practices. So my favorite drill is probably um, expansion drill. Um, Least favorite drill? I'm a coach, so I don't know if I do have a least favorite drill. I'm sorry to say. That's all right. That's, that's really a good. Am. That's a good answer, coach. Yeah, um, that, yeah I, I have to agree with that. Expansion drill is definitely a favorite because we're always running. And then our least favorite is our coach probably like four line passing. It's kind of boring. Oh yeah! Oh, yikes! Yikes! Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> My favorite is three on two, two on one, and then my least favorite is probably the zigzag drill. Oh, the defense okay. up and back that okay. one, yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> and my last yeah. one, um, whether it's a college player, WNBA or NBA, who is your favorite basketball player of all time? Of all time, Tim Duncan. Um, Paige, I think it's Bucker. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She's from UConn, but yeah, I was gonna say her too. Nice. All right, and uh, I'm gonna go with NCAA again, women's or men's. Your favorite NCAA basketball team? 
Uh, favor, uh, wherever John Calipari's coaching. There it is. I like UConn women's basketball. Nice. All okay. right. Guys, thank you so much for joining us again. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule, and we want to wish you the best of luck the rest of the season. We uh, we really appreciate all at Lauren and M uh, jump in say their thank yous after but we just really greatly appreciate you having us all on um really representing verona the program the community and um we wish you guys uh a happy happy basketball season and if you do this in the spring as well have a great spring season as well thank absolutely you. and we'd love to do you know something more with you later absolutely. on during this you know during the season thank you for having us it's great for opportunity yes thank you so much no problem no problem Thanks, girls guys. thank you and good luck have a good night Thank you. Be well. Have you a too. good one. Thank you. Okay, so a little Verona girls basketball. Yep, yep. Um, you know, and again, you could just tell, like, how, you know, what it means. And, I, you know, it, it's awesome. Listen, we knew it. We played. We coached. But then you still hear, like, these players how they're saying, like, you know, go out for ice cream, go out to exactly, eat, and it's going to exactly. be gone, you know? And it's like, it goes quick. I mean, that's, that's the one sad part, you know? It, it really does. You know, like we, we could sit there and remember as a player and you can, I, listen, we could talk about sophomore year, junior. I remember that. And you remember it, yeah, you know, it's like 100%. you remember it and you're like, oh my God, you know, so great to hear that, you know, well, we like love, that's what those players are about. We uh, love having the coaches on, of course, and we love having the players come with yeah. them. And it's so nice to get their perspective as well. And, you know, I think Lauren really hit on when he asked her favorite Verona basketball memory and it wasn't necessarily one thing no, you know, she was saying it was no. all those little things and she's a senior and it's her last basketball season and you know, she's a four year varsity player so you know she yep. has an understanding that maybe you know you don't get to until you're in that position so um, you know she's just all those little things that she, she's going to miss not necessarily one big thing I mean I do remember. remember I know they kept bringing up the Cedar Grove thing but <laughs> I remember I went to one Verona Cedar Grove football game and it was just like you know it's amazing when you, you know, Garfield Lodi, Heights in this team, and, you know, it's like they're all, it's all over. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you get that exactly. rivalry well, where it again, is. we were, you know. Ramapo Wayne Hills, I mean, Again, you know, growing up in the area. Irvington and, uh, versus everybody. We had, uh, we had the Cedar Grove um, football coach on a few weeks ago, right? And, uh, you know, asked him, biggest rival, and he's like, of course. Like without is. hesitation, Verona. The Verona kids without hesitation, Cedar Grove. You know, they're two small towns right next to each other. You they, know they the know kids. each other exactly. Yeah. So it's um so again it's it's nice to see that those uh those rivalries don't die, you know. So all right. Kenny's ready for the challenge, for so here all we right, go. Let's hear it. Is he gonna what's he gonna give us? Um how many? I don't know. That made my night. <laughs> everybody, the everybody, Irvington, and against yeah, Irvington versus <laughs> everybody. That's the rivalry. <laughs> Listen, Irvington had to schedule. They're like, they're in the SEC. All right. We're waiting on four teams. Are... Okay, four teams are real. One is fake. Okay, I want the fake team. Okay. Here we go. Polka dots. The polka dots. Team number two. <laughs> the, the delay, the pause. We're waiting on Mr. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Our fault. We didn't get them ahead well, of time tonight. <laughs> the Frost Polar Bears. <laughs> Polka dots and Frost Polar Bears so far. Okay. 
Polo Marcos. The Polo Marcos. I wonder if he spelt that. He said that wrong. <laughs> this is Kenny, guys. This is Kenny. <laughs> oh, Dr. John saying the uh, Super Football Conference schedule. Ah. All right. So we'll see what that looks like again. We should do a live show like the NFL <laughs> does a live show. Set it up, Dr. John. So we got the polka dots, the frost polar bears, the, the polos, polo Marcos. Marcos. I think he might be doing his research right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think he's got the two other teams. On the fly. Yeah. He's probably, you know, the Rose's Pizzas or something he's going to come out with. Well, that's pumped up. January 20th. That's right. It's right. Uh, it's next week. Right? Yeah. Next well, yeah, Thursday? A, a week from Thursday. A week yeah, from Thursday. A week from Thursday. Mr. Kirkpatrick was still waiting for two more teams. <laughs> he said he's giving us five, right? Right, yeah. Team four. Key West yes. Lemon and Lime Heads Girls or Lemons. I don't get that. Key West Lemon and Lime Heads. Oh, I guess the the girls are the lemons, the boys are the limes. I don't know. I'm not sure. And five, five Williams Williamsport millionaires. millionaires. So four are real and one is fake. Okay, I will circle my fake team. Uh, I, I, okay, I, don't, I, I can't even see them. Don't, don't circle yours. Just keep yours in your head because I need to see them. You go first and you pick your fake Wait, team. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the fake team as Polo Marcos. By the way, if there, if it's Marco's Polo, Kenny's in trouble. All right, just what's yours? Mine is gonna be. Pick one. The Frost Polar Bears okay. are fake. Okay. So I'm gonna go with the Polar Bears. You're going with the Polo Marcos. Yeah. Now I am gonna say that I was going to pick pick polka dots number one because polka was spelled wrong but then i was thinking oh the town is probably spelled polka p-o-c-a but it goes with dots so i got frost polar bears and you got polo, polo marcos. marcos my second choice was going to be the millionaires he said uh fake team is, is key, key west, west lemon and lime heads okay. <laughs> so he got us tonight okay. All right, he got nice. it. We got to get a nice. segment by the yeah. name. We got to get the official name for yeah, next week. Yeah, and have it. I will put something up, and we'll, we'll have them ready up. to go. Uh, All right. Big shout out, St. Peter's Prep Boys yeah. Basketball, and Verona Girls, Girls Basketball. basketball. Uh, thank you, Mr. Kirkpatrick, for that. And uh, we will see you guys next, next week. Next week. Thank you for watching. Have a good night.